Hey, I'm Sam. And I'm Alina. And we're the Cryptic Crunch. Woo! The very special episode. Have we got something special planned for Halloween? We're doing a two-part special on something we talk about pretty frequently here. It's not X-Files, but we're going to be talking about Scooby-Doo! This week we'll be talking about the shows, and next week we'll be going through the movies and specials. I'm so pumped to do this. We've been talking about this forever, and I'm really excited to finally do it, and Halloween is a perfect time, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) So, for your basic information, Scooby-Doo is an animated series originally produced for Saturday morning television in several different names and incarnations from 1969 to the present. The original series, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You?, was created for Hanna-Barbera Productions by writers Joe Ruby and Ken Spears, CBS executive Fred Silverman, and character designer Iwao Takamoto, maybe? I don't don't want to be wrong. (laughs) The most familiar versions of the show feature a talking Great Dane named Scooby-Doo and four teenage mystery solvers, Fred, Freddie Jones... Daphne Blake, Velma Dinkley, and Norville Shaggy Rogers, who is understood to be Scooby's owner. Collectively known as Mystery Inc., but interestingly enough, never referred to as such in the original series. So now we're going to go through the eras, which... Mm-hmm. A lot. Boy, howdy. There are... I guess I didn't realize how many there were. <laughs> I knew there were a lot, but even while doing research and finding some of the ones that neither of us knew about or had heard about, I was like, yeah. oh, this is going to be a lot of me talking. <laughs> Capitalism really popped off today, y'all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is weird because, like, the biggest thing is them, like, of the villains being, like, capitalists. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Love it. So, as Elena mentioned, the first Scooby-Doo series aired in 1969 with the original series Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? The show was intended to be more wholesome and less intense than Hanna-Barbera's other shows at the time, which were mostly superhero shows. While every episode had the same setup, the show was filled with campy, witty, and slapstick humor. Not long after it first aired, Hanna-Barbera knew they had struck gold, and boy howdy, did they capitalize off of it as much as possible. Sure did. Yeah, not just with the Scooby-Doo different incarnations, but they had a bunch of different, like, rip-offs. They made rip-offs of their own thing. They sure did, yeah. (laughs) It was insane. (laughs) In 1976, the Scooby-Doo show began, which went through frequent format changes and was oftentimes paired along with Dino-Mutt, Dog Wonder, the Blue Falcon's cybernetic animal sidekick, to create the Scooby-Doo Dino-Mutt Hour. The next year, the show became Scooby-Doo's All-Star Laugh Olympics, where over 40 characters from across Hanna-Barbera franchises cross over for a parody of the Olympics, which is actually an interesting concept until they tried to make a second season of it and renamed it to Scooby's All-Stars, though it was canceled. I have never heard of either of these before. So I think I lied because as you're talking about this, why do I vaguely remember the Jetsons and Scooby-Doo being together? I have no memory of that. I feel like maybe... Maybe that was a part of that. Maybe I, like, I don't know. I need to find a way to watch that, though. I want to see just a bunch of Hanna-Barbera properties just competing against each other in the Olympics. I feel like for some reason the Jetskins and Scooby-Doo were somewhere together. I mean, the Jetsons were pretty popular, so it makes sense. 
We'll do some research on it for next week. Yeah, because I'm like super, super we'll, lost. We'll figure out what it is. Because yes. since this is audio, let me explain. Yeah, Elena's yeah. going through and finding images that definitely look like Scooby-Doo images with the Jetsons in it. Yes. But it's very, it's kind of difficult to tell if it's genuine mm-hmm. or fan-made. Because one of them looks like it's like the cover of a What's New Scooby-Doo era yeah. movie cover. But then the other one looks like it's like the original series movie style. Yeah. I'm so confused. We'll figure this out for next yes, week. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh so then came the rise of Scrappy Doo with Scooby Doo and Scrappy Doo. <laughs> Airing in 1979, this was Scrappy's debut, and when they just kind of replaced Fred, Daphne, and Velma with him, as well as Scooby's cousin Scooby Dumb. So creative. Yeah. Uh, uh, this show would only get one season before being renamed to The New Scooby Doo Mysteries in 1983, which brought back Velma. Then brought Fred and Velma back in the next season. This was also the final series to use the laugh track. Thank God. Yeah. I'm not a fan of laugh tracks. Me either. They're always like awkwardly placed for me. And then it's like, should I be laughing? Because sometimes it's not placed well. Just... Not only that, but I've seen uh, clips of like, it's mostly like sitcoms of yeah. like people taking out the laugh track and just like the awkward pause. Not only that, but the jokes aren't funny no nope they try to force it yeah so now buckle up for 1985's the 13 ghosts of Mm scooby-doo this was beginning of the red shirt shaggy era as well as the beginning of the first instance of the monsters being real this was also the first time a scooby-doo series had an ongoing plot uh, unless you count Scooby's Laugh Olympics, I guess, yeah. technically. I remember this one really, like, frightening me as a child. <laughs> oh, I love this. <laughs> they upped the slapstick. Yeah. It's, like, high-octane yeah. slapstick the entire time, and it's yeah. great. Uh, the series cast lineup included Shaggy, Scooby, Daphne, Scrappy, and introduced two new characters, Flim Flam, an ambitious adventurer who could con his way out of any tricky situation, and Vincent van Gogh, <laughs> a magician who guided the group to return the 13 ghosts to the chest of demons. Vincent van Gogh was voiced by a legendary horror icon, Vincent Price, hence why I'm saying it like their yes. names like that. The show mostly consisted of slapstick humor. I never really realized that that was the voice of vincent price i don't know how i didn't connect that even his design is very vincent it, price. yeah i don't know i mean i guess i was a child didn't know who vincent price was until i was like well into my teenage years but now that i look back at it i'm like that was really cool and just That's like awesome. totally random so i hope he liked the scooby-doo series i don't think he would do it if he didn't but i mean he came back yeah i like it he obviously seemed to to enjoy it yes which that's awesome yeah uh, and with 1988, brought back the OG gang back together, but with a twist. A pup named Scooby-Doo, the only good version of a pre-existing franchise chise, of getting kidified. Yes, yeah. Because that was a weirdly popular thing, mm-hmm. I guess, in response to Rugrats' popularity. Yeah. Is they just made kid versions like of Like Teen things. Titans Go. 
Yeah, or I was thinking the uh, Looney Tunes. They made, oh like, yeah, yeah, they made the babies. Yeah, yeah. it was weird. Yeah, it's like why? Yes. It's why? so weird how that has continued to be. And thing. it's like still I said, a with thing the Teen Titans. to this day with yeah. um Total Drama. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Muppets have yep. one, which is like why? It's weird. Uh, a pup. Uh, the only. <laughs> <laughs> the show focused more on zany humor and was very successful. It's really good. Check it out. Going until 1991, when reruns of older Scooby-Doo series began. Now for the one that little Sam grew up with, What's New Scooby-Doo? First airing in 2002, the series took a more modern and realistic take on the Mystery Gang. Also, a lot of simple plan. So much simple plan. Not that I'm complaining, because the little Alina was definitely rocking out during these episodes. Oh, like, yeah. whenever they'd be, like, running around and running from the stuff, and they'd play, like, what's your Scooby-Doo? <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. I, I still listen to it. It's like, yeah. It's great. They did a wonderful it's job. Great. Yes. <laughs> uh, now, 2006. Shaggy and Scooby get a clue. The opening song for it actually isn't bad. Yeah. Uh, The most visually unique in the franchise, the show's main plot was about Shaggy's missing uncle, an insanely wealthy inventor named Albert Shaggleford, and the main antagonist being Dr. Fibes. I forgot about this one. And I looked it up, and I think you went very lightly by saying the most visually unique. <laughs> Not a fan of this one. We will get into that more when we get to personal opinions. Okay. Got it. Uh, now, for the one I'm sure many have been waiting for us to get to, 2010's Mystery Incorporated. Mm-hmm. This is the series most Scooby fans think of when someone mentions a serialized Scooby-Doo series. The series would almost entirely take place in the Mystery Gang's hometown, Crystal Cove. The series focused more on the mysteries, darker concepts, and the interpersonal relationships of the characters. Mystery Incorporated also brought back Vincent Van Gogh and leaned even more into him just being Vincent Price, like instead of him being like a magician or something. He's just like a schlock b-horror movie actor that shaggy and scooby love yeah and it's great i enjoy it i also just love the concept of like shaggy and scooby watching horror like schlocky horror movies as like a form of escapism (laughs) it's great uh the show features the worst version of elma but the best version of fred Mm -hmm. this was also the beginning of unhinged chaotic Fred. <laughs> even yeah. if you don't, even if you're not able to like watch the full series, just look up compilations of Fred in this series. It's great. This series is really good. Please watch it. I've only watched random episodes from like 2012 on, so I'm I'm not like fully immersed in this. But obviously, you send me TikToks, and like I said, I've seen random ones, and so I good. love Fred in this. But like Velma's just. She seems like she hates her friends in it. Yeah, like it's just she doesn't want to be there, I feel. It's just kind of stupid. I don't know why they painted her like that, you know. So the creator of the show had Mm -hmm. meant, had intentionally meant for Velma to be closeted. Like she, and there is setup. It's Mm -hmm. not like out of nowhere. Mm -hmm. Like she, she does like have a thing with another 
uh, side character yeah. who's a girl in it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the weird, awkward relationship with Shaggy is, like, very meant to be, like, oh, it's her being closeted. Yeah. But that doesn't really help because yeah. even with that, it's still not good or fun to watch. I also feel like with Velma, all of her relationships have been so forced. Yeah. Like, we'll talk about it in the movie episode. Because like, it's really bad With in Seth the movie. Green in that one. Oh, yeah. Like, No. Or even in Phantasaur, where it's literally a copy of her. Yeah, like what is that? It's literally just a clone <laughs> of her. Awful. I'm. We need justice for Velma, you guys. Yeah, which we're not getting, but we'll get into that later. Yeah. And then 2015 took quite the U-turn from the period from the previous series with Be Cool Scooby Doo, which follows the game celebrating their last summer together after graduating high school. The series sees a return to a more comedic Scooby series. Though it only lasted two seasons, as the show was not well received when, with by fans, mostly due to the art style, myself included, it looks like it was animated by Seth MacFarlane. Yeah, yep. It really irks me when long-running shows change up their art. Um, it's like one thing. My example is like The Simpsons. They've kind of just like cleaned up their animation, yeah. but they've not changed the style of the art. Like yeah. it's still very recognizable. And now it's at this point where I'm like, how many different renditions are we going to have of Scooby-Doo? Because everything's so, like, weirdly changed Yeah. in these eras. I, I don't know. It's just not a fan of that either. And now more recently, in 2019, Scooby-Doo and Guess Who? The series both in tone and art style sees an updated take on the original series slash movies as each episode includes celebrity guests. And like you mentioned before with The Simpsons, things uh, mm-hmm. art style is very much... The original series just yeah. updated. Yeah. I haven't seen any of the Scooby-Doo and Guess Who. I haven't watched it either. Yeah. I I've just... seen a couple of clips, but I haven't watched it. Yeah. I mean, okay, so when it says include celebrity guests, do you know, like, what they determine as a celebrity? Is so, it... celebrity guests is literally, like, actual celebrities as well as, like, uh, like Wonder Woman or Batman okay. or Steve Urkel. Oh, okay. <laughs> Those are all actual like guests they all have right, on them, that's... but then they'll also have like the Harlem Go- Globetrotters. All right, that's it's random. it's just kind of whatever uh, Warner Brothers has is able to get. Random, okay. <laughs> uh, and now for the up upcoming series that at the time of recording this has not aired yet, Velma, which will air next year in twenty twenty three. Spinoff series? Yeah, I'd call it a spinoff. With the main focus being on Velma rather than Scooby. And we kind of discussed this a little bit before we started recording, but I have really mixed feelings about this. Yeah. I really want the creators to do her justice. And I'm already a little lost um, as to why the characters all look like a different art style. Um, <laughs> it seems like none of the people who made them knew what show yeah. this was for. Uh, so, like, <laughs> Shaggy's giving Total Drama Island. Um, Fred is giving Totally Spies. I don't understand. Daphne, uh, this... we mentioned, looks like from 16. Yeah, which you said was all <laughs> Canadian shows. Yeah, all three random. Um, but... I don't know. And then uh, I had not watched the trailer until we literally sat down to do this. And I don't have a lot of hope. I really don't. It's not good. It looks too self-aware and insecure, like you said. And I'm 
I don't I just don't like that field. I don't mind with I don't mind them changing the race of the characters. That doesn't bother me. No. No. It's just be confident with your decisions. Yeah, and like I do, I just feel like the more you like poke fun at that, it's going to be like more annoying. We'll talk more into it when we get down yeah. into the personal opinions part of it, <laughs> but we have a lot to say on it and so does everyone on TikTok. Apparently, yes. So I used to have a bunch of VHS tapes, and I still have DVDs of the original series, which still holds up. The original series mm-hmm. is very near and dear to me, and it's still so good. The witty jokes and humor <laughs> yeah. is so fun. I think the OG series will just forever be timeless. Oh, it's yeah. going to live on. You know, I if I have children, I'm going to be like, you got to watch this, because I grew up on that. I loved it so much. It's just, it's funny. It's exciting. I'm not going to have kids, but I'll come over to you and be like here elena's kids here's a bunch of old dvds uncle oh sam has i would love that maybe in like five years though i'm not ready no. i'm cool with my fish yeah. jaws i love the fish tank you got for jaws. the fact that his name is jaws yeah she's so cute i love her she's literally like five inches long dang they told us that she can get up to seven inches and i was like we got her. She was, like, literally this big. Did you get any, like, uh, Halloween-themed fish tank stuff for So her? they didn't have anything that was, like, okay for her. Because I don't like having a lot of, like, hard, stiff stuff. Mm. Because then she can hurt them with fins on it. And she's, so she's like, plump. She's a plump girl. I saw the picture there. She's plump. So I need to make sure she can get through things. <laughs> and they didn't really have anything. But mm. I have dry erase markers. And I think I want to, like, decorate her bed. <laughs> Side tangent onto Elena's my fish fish. child jaws. (laughs) So moving on, Uh, I have never seen nor heard of Scooby Doo and Dynamut Hour or the Scooby Laugh Olympics. Though an Olympics parody with a bunch of different recognizable cartoon characters does sound like a fun idea. Yes. So now that I think I was correct in saying I haven't heard of those, um, the Olympics one does sound entertaining. I would also like to see that. Yeah, we got to try and find it and watch it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, The only nice things I have to say about the scrappy and red shirt shaggy era will have to wait until next week as the only aspects I enjoyed of them were in some of the movies during that time. I agree. Um, I do also just have to say (laughs) that for some reason as a child, all the Scooby shows really scared me. Like... I would watch them. I'd be totally fine. But, like, once it got dark out, I was like, oh, my God. I would have nightmares about, like, um, oh, my God. Like, the the clay blob monster thingy. Mm. Oh, my God. Nope. That the thing's. big tar monster. Yeah, 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 yeah. The tar monster scared me. So it got so bad to the point that my mom literally wouldn't let me watch Scooby-Doo oh, no. if it was starting to get dark out. So I was only allowed to watch it in the morning. So I have, so here's a fun difference between us as little kids. Here's a story my mom always brings up, uh-huh. especially during Halloween. Oh gosh. So originally I'm from Iowa, so during like October there's the corn mazes mm-hmm. and hay bale rides, like actual ones, not like we have here. Yeah, I know. And so I guess I don't remember this because I was, I, I I was like a toddler, I guess mm-hmm. at this point. This is just from what my mom told me, mm-hmm. is that there were two different like themed. Uh, hay bale rides there's a scooby-doo one for kids and then there was an actually like really scary one Uh and my mom was like okay we're gonna go on the scooby-doo one unbeknownst to her until like afterwards she took me on 
the scary one, and I guess there was, like, a troop of Boy Scouts on it who were freaking out. And, like, I guess the troop leader or whoever was like, why are you all so scared? Look at this little girl who's, like, not scared at all. And my mom is, like, (laughs) freaking out, like, oh, no, what have I done? But then looking at me, he's just like, you're just chilling. I'm just chilling, (laughs) looking around. And then afterwards, (laughs) I went up to my mom and was like, we didn't find Shaggy or Scooby. Aww. <laughs> That's cute. I feel like that explains a lot about yeah. me just being like, danger, what? No, I got stuff to find. <laughs> I love that. It's <laughs> a mystery. Aww. Uh, the first ever time I found, up, found out about slash watched Scooby-Doo and the 13 Ghosts was when I was stuck at an airport during a several hours long layover. Ooh. I think I was, like, 11 or 12 at the mm-hmm. time. And I, I will forever be grateful to the series for providing 11-year-old me some entertainment in my <laughs> time of need. I also just like the series a lot. I also mm-hmm. really liked what it did with Daphne. Mm-hmm. She had a great outfit. Yes. My favorite era of Daphne. Yeah, especially her updated outfit in the movie. Yeah. That we'll talk about next week. And Flim Flam was an interesting addition to the cast as... Even to this day, he's the only huckster-type character they've ever had. And it was it was fun mm-hmm. to kind of see them interact with him. Yeah. So, as you know, I was Googling all the eras just to make sure I was thinking about the right things. <laughs> and I Googled the 13 ghosts, and I saw, like, the episode names. Oh, yeah. And They're I just never realized they were, like, so punny. So, oh, yeah. um, <laughs> That's my, also why I loved it. My, my favorites being um, To All the Ghouls I've Loved Before and When You Witch Upon a Star. I thought those were A1. They're Love all them. so good. Please yes. watch 13 Ghosts yes. of Scooby-Doo. It's wonderful, insane show, and I love it. <laughs> a pup named Scooby-Doo is the only good kiddified version of a franchise. That show was so fun, cute, and zany. I agree with that one. That one was really cute. It was the show that first taught me what a red herring means. <laughs> Because there was the character yeah. that was like the bully character yeah. that Fred was always like, it was him. It was that guy. It was yep. never him. But his name was Red Herring. Yes. Love that. Uh, What's new Scooby-Doo will always hold a special place in my heart as it was the one airing at the time when I was a little, little kid. Yeah. And I think, the, honestly, to me, the best movies came out of that. Oh, yeah. That, that one had a lot of good movies. Cyber Chase. Cyber Chase. Fantasaur. So, yeah, that one was that mm-hmm. one. There's a Loved lot. It, yeah. There's a lot. And although I do want to say... Oh, yeah, Hex Girls. That was also in Hex Girls. The Witch's Ghost, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're talking about movies now, but <laughs> I really liked them. I thought that that era had the best movies. You did. Animated movies. Yeah. Yes. I feel like my feelings on Shaggy and Squeak Get a Clue have already come across... There's a reason no one remembers it. Yeah. Its art style is horrible. Yeah. The writing. I tried to rewatch it. <laughs> it's just not good. It's just like objectively not. It's not. The only good thing about it is the opening intro yeah. song. Yeah. Not the actual opening intro itself because the art style is rough. Yeah. And the character designs are weird. Yeah. I don't like what they did with them. Mm-mm. Yeah. 
I love Mystery Incorporated. While it's not a perfect show, it is great. I highly recommend binge watching all of it. I need to do that. It's so good. I need to. Because I like I said, I've only seen like literal random ones that I've just like found or on TV and then I'll sit and watch them, but I need to definitely go through and watch them. Just bear through with Velma. Yeah. Everyone else is good. Yeah. Which sucks. <laughs> it's like poor I know, I uh, feel bad. She I feel like she's never been done like true justice. No. No. They never quite always, get her yeah. right. There's always something that I'm like, mm. There's a YouTuber named Jello Apocalypse mm-hmm. who did a really good video character analysis of all, of each of the characters mm-hmm. in the mystery gang as well as some of the other ones. Mm-hmm. And he also like gave a proposal on like an ideal version of the characters for a yeah. show, and I really liked it. Okay. I'll send you the video. Yeah. It's really good. I would like to watch it. I tried to watch Be Cool Scooby-Doo, even though... The art style makes it look more like a cutaway gag that a different (laughs) show would do to parody or satire the Scooby gang than actually be a Scooby-Doo series. That's a good description, yeah. Yeah. The writing wasn't bad at times. Yeah, I haven't watched that one. But it did not feel like a Scooby-Doo show. Okay. How do I describe what they did with the characters? because i have oh, <laughs> i haven't looked at any of did you not things. read the signs we have on the wall i'm sorry <laughs> uh <clears throat> fred first of all they made daphne fully unhinged and insane <laughs> which actually wasn't that bad it was actually kind of fun fred was kind of a sociopath in it I hate this art style. I hate it. It's so bad. You see what I meant when I said it looks like a Seth MacFarlane animation. It literally looks like... um... Oh, God. It looks like it's satire, not It was in my brain, and now I lost it. Something that looks like this. You can tell. Yeah, I get it. It definitely leans very much like American Dad. Yeah. Um... That's just weird. Also, why does it come up like that? Fuck cool Scooby-Doo. Uh-huh. I googled it as be cool Scooby-Doo and it corrected to that. German? I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. But Fred's like fully a sociopath in it. That's just... And Shaggy seems so fed up. Super weird. Like, I, if I remember correctly, one of the episodes, it shows that like... Fred made, I don't know if it was all of the Scooby gang, but, like, at least Shaggy signed a contract saying that he has to solve mysteries with him forever. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, Fred is fully a sociopath in it. I just, it looks awful. Scooby looks like he ate a bee. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it's not good. No. It does not feel like a Scooby-Doo series at all. I want to know how it has a 100% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes. I feel like that's a meme. Like, uh, like in vain to, like, people showing up to the Minions Rise of Gru and Suits yeah, that's situation. That's, that's, I don't have words. I don't even have words for that. That just makes me angry. You can skip that one. Yeah. Don't watch it. I won't. It's not good. <laughs> Uh, speaking of things I haven't watched, uh, uh, Scooby-Doo and Guess Who, 
So aside from the art style, I don't really have anything to really say about it because I've never watched it. I've seen a couple clips. Mm -hmm. I do like the art style a lot, though, because it really does just look like an updated version. It does, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of what I meant by like how it's still very recognizable, like how The Simpsons clean up their art style. That's what this looks like to me. Like they just cleaned up. Yeah, or even uh, with Mystery Incorporated, bringing that one up again, it's still similar enough to the original style, but it's still stylized enough on its own to be uh, distinct. Yes. I like that a lot. I would like to watch that. Hmm. I haven't watched it, so I don't know (laughs) the quality of it. I haven't heard anything bad about it, but I know it's really just like uh, very similar to the... uh, this the new scooby-doo movie era of just like, like i've seen this one i watched this with my niece and nephew i can't tell who that celebrity guest is my eyes are terrible oh God, i don't know i don't think i paid full attention to this <laughs> um but they're like skiing and there's a pterodactyl that's all i remember i was babysitting i was babysitting <laughs> and, um, and then we were watching this and now i'm like so it's Billy D. Williams. I guess that's the. I have no idea who that is. For some, but for some reason now I want to see Scooby Doo. That's the guest, Billy D. Williams. Team up with Antonio Banderas, specifically Zorro. He was in Star Wars. I don't know who this is or why he was the guest on that, but um. I guess they got who they could. <laughs> I guess. But it says Billy D. Williams teaches the gang how to be cool at his cool school. When a pterodactyl suddenly appears, the gang and Billy have to stop the creature. I don't like that description. I did not pay full attention. <laughs> but, like, I think I was doing something and I just kind of, like, realized that was what was on TV. But mm. Anyways. <laughs> so, as for the upcoming Velma series... I feel like Elena's, like Elena said, the character designs are mm-hmm. inconsistent, and the the trailer does not give me hope for it no. at all. No, I do hope it's better than it currently seems. Like, hopefully, the trailer is just yeah. like rage bait. I hope. Even then, that's not a great look. No. But even still, please, I want it to be good. A yeah. rated R scooby doo series yeah. would be sco- so good if done correctly i'll say it still has potential it has potential i just like you said i'm just hoping that trailer was just like a one-off thing because it's the whole thing is like that where she's like breaking the fourth wall type thing and like referencing yeah also I think that's gonna the, be annoying also the energy they gave velma in that short she's amount of time not like a whiny little brat no kind she's of like, what they like g- very intelligent and yeah. curious i don't think she would ever be like an internet troll or like you know anything like that and i feel no. like that's kind of how they made her like a karen vibe from velma and i'm just just not her Honestly, if anybody's Karen in any of the gang, it's Daphne. <laughs> so, <laughs> eh. I for some reason, I see Fred being more the Karen. I guess. <laughs> I, I, in certain times, I could see Daphne being yeah. the Karen of the group. Yeah. I don't uh, know. We'll have to see. But also, so there's a rumor with it that Scooby isn't in it. That doesn't make sense to no. me. Even if Scooby's not like a main focal point of it, he could. Yeah. Or, they could make it so he's not a talking dog. Like, he's just, like, Shaggy's g- Great Dane with anxiety yeah. issues. <laughs> yeah. It's like, keep Scooby. I will be royally ticked off if Scooby's not in this at all. 
at all. What's the point then? But I hope to God that they did not make it so like he's dead or something. No. No. I'd cry. No. You can't do that. They're no. not allowed to kill off Scooby. No. Nothing actually bad can ever happen to the Scooby. No. 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 I don't know. <laughs> I'm scared. Maybe they'll have it be so like Shaggy adopt. No. I just want. I don't know. No. A rated R Scooby-Doo show would be pretty easy to do. I feel like, yeah. And would be so good if done right. Mm-hmm. And we almost got a movie of that, of like the third and the James Gunn scooby Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that more next week. Yes. I'm excited for next week's episode Yes. Now. <laughs> I keep bringing it up. I know. That one's going to be so long. There's so many movies. Yeah. We might have to a lot extra time for that one, honestly. Yeah. But, um... I have a lot more to say about the movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a lot to say about all the different movies. Yeah. Because yeah. we bring them up a lot. Yeah, definitely. But, um, yeah, so um, I don't. I wouldn't say I'm excited for the Velma series. I'm really not after watching the trailer. Uh, but I'm interested, and I will watch it because I want to know how that turns out. Um, I just, you know. Just be she good. deserves to have her moment. But, she does. But done right. Yeah. And I just That's all I want for her. It's like, I was excited for canonically an open yeah. queer I do Velma. like Mindy Kaling as well, though. I yeah. like her a lot. She um, sounds good. She did sound great. I just wish she had better dialogue. I know. And I don't think that's necessarily her fault, but I'm like, please. That whole part when, like, the killer comes in, too, and she's like, oh, what a cliche. And yeah. And she's like, wait, you're in my house. That's not Velma. Yeah, That's just... not Velma. Velma That's right off the bat would be like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I got to get out of here. Yes. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Or we'd probably have some that. gadget that she built in yes. her room to be like, I don't know. <laughs> From yeah. goo at him. <laughs> yes. Something. <laughs> I think she would have reacted totally differently, but... Again, like we were saying, I hope that's just, like, an attention grab trailer. I hope that's all that was. Someone also brought up the fact of Shaggy's character design again. He looks too clean cut to be Shaggy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about all of it. It's disappointing is the best way to put it, I Mm -hmm. feel. Yeah. But... That's about all we have for the shows. We'll be back next week with a part two. Talking about the Scooby-Doo, the Scooby-Doo movies. movies. So excited. A bit more happier. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this one, we're like, they all sucked after 2015. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know that I would say any of the Scooby-Doo movies are bad, except for those ones that Nickelodeon did. Oh, the live action Nickelodeon ones. Those were awful. Uh, but again, we will dig into that next week. Um, turning Velma into a bi- giant bipedal frog. <laughs> Fred being brunette. I, I hated that guy that played him. I yeah. just always hated him and everything he was in. So, But yeah, that's for next week. So we'll get to talking about movies next Stamps. week. <laughs> I'll get into it next yeah. week. Yeah. 
Oh, well, I feel like we're going to be a little bit more heated next week, too, oh. talking about some of these movies. There's some that we're, we're going to be heated both in passion of enjoyment and yeah. also disdain. 100%. I'm going to have to remember not to get right up on the mic. I know. Sam's going to be up here like, oh, my God. I'm going to be yelling into it. I can't say what I was about to, I had to stop myself from what I was about to say. I know. I'm always catching myself, trying not to curse. but Not to say anything inappropriate. Yeah. But anyways, we'll so. be back next week. Yeah, I'm Alina. I'm Sam. We are the Cryptid Crunch. Happy Halloween. Woo.